Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with your host, me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I'm really excited to share that we have Nile Oza on the call with us. He is the CEO and co-founder of Clevu. He's also an entrepreneur with expertise in developing innovative machine learning software. His passion is to make a difference through continuous learning driven with software-driven innovation. Nile previously served as project director at the University of Helsinki and as a senior research scientist at BTT, the leading research and technology company in the Nordic region. He holds a PhD in software and business engineering from the University of Herefordshire as well. Clavu is an interesting company that I'm, I'm excited to dive into. It started with the mission to help people connect products that they wanted to buy. Through AI and um, NLP-powered discovery technology, their solutions enable merchants to deliver hyper-relevant personalized experiences powered by real-time buyer intent. The discovery technology balances AI automation and strategic control. It powers thousands of e-commerce businesses worldwide, and they pride themselves on having a, a nimble team that can always learn and iterate. But before I go into any further, Mile, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. My pleasure, Alisa. So I gave a super high level introduction to the, your company, but can you go in a little bit deeper, you know, why the company was founded and, and what, what, where you guys are at today? Absolutely. And, and, and once again, thank you for, for this opportunity and, and your time. Um, we, like you kind of already touched on it, we, we exist to, to democratize the discovery part of the retail experience. So as a as a as a shopper, when you actually visit any online store, which is now kind of the if you look at the 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 sort of the spectrum in terms of you entering the store and you actually buying something or intend to buy something, and during that journey you have so much to choose from, right? Yeah. So bringing the most relevant things really fast to you would influence your decision making as a shopper. Mm-hmm. And we actually go a little bit behind the scene. That's where the online retailers or the retailers come into play. And it's it's the fact that about most retailers actually have kind of the site conversion between three and five percent. It means you know over ninety visits are not resulting into any transaction as such on right. your store. It is true. I think it's underestimated how low conversion rates for e-commerce really are. Exactly, exactly. And and then on the uh, this is a when I mentioned spectrum. If you look at the other end of the spectrum, you have Amazon. Mm-hmm. With Prime, this is an older data I'm quoting, but there also it was seventy-two percent conversion rate for Prime customers. Wow. And excluding Prime, it was about thirteen to sixteen percent of site conversion. Mm-hmm. So what is in this journey? You know, you have the customer, the shopper is on your store and there's a payment aspect, there's a shipping aspect, but then there's this discovery aspect. So what could customer do? Could search, could click on some offer that you're using, providing or just navigate, right? And Clue's mission is to democratize this in such a way that retailers of any shape or size should be able to use our technology to kind of our, our kind of address his mission that is to 
preserve the very identity of the retailers. Mm. And, and that's why we exist. Um, Interesting. Uh, yeah, and, and to kind of really bring true machine learning based product that is then easy to integrate, easy to merchandise, easy to configure, manipulate, because just providing access to the technology is not enough. Sure. You have to be able to provide something to the retail community that they can actually utilize. And that productization of that is also very important there. So Cleo, just to wrap it up, so Cleo is kind of providing the discovery platform for online retailers to democratize and you know make this discovery for their shoppers like really delightful. And then the byproduct of that is higher conversion. So break down for us how this discovery tool works, right? Because it's 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 learning from the shopper at every point of its navigation in the store. It's not just typing search words. Um, there's there, there's really like a holistic approach uh, approach that's taken so that you can um, provide that personalized. You're spot back. on. <laughs> You're spot on there. I think the, we we address this problem at the intersection of data and linguistics, so languages. So this is the area that is the sweet spot of Clevo. Understanding the human language, mm -hmm. right? Like genes and denim. You understand that I'm talking about more or less the same thing, right? right? But a software doesn't. So understanding the linguistics part of it is very mm -hmm. important. Sure. And, but then there's a data part of it that actually how customers behave mm -hmm. with your system. What do they search? What do they click? What do they actually buy? How that all that data can influence the trend and then the ranking of the products that you present to the customers on a six inch screen. Uh, that most likely going to be the experience you're going to deliver into. Right. So we focus on this intersection of machine learning that includes purely hard data science and then linguistics. When you marry them, you actually bring this powerful relevance-based kind of you know discovery. So relevance is our core kind of mantra at Cleo. And like you rightfully pointed out, it's not. We started as only a search company, so. Mm -hmm. And for five years, we kind of really dedicated our time, energy, effort into only kind of, you know, optimizing with machine learning that little box. And, and still today, we have customers, I see them, that the, let's say, about 20% of their, you know, visitors use this search, right? But we are actually giving them over 30% of their entire business coming just from search-led business. So we have plenty of such cases that, that we see behind the scene. It's very powerful when you actually solve that search problem. Mm -hmm. But then we started going into more into this, our customers, and I practically everything in Clevo has been built by our customers, to be honest. So they are the ones telling us, you know, mm -hmm. in some way or other, that what we should be working on. Yeah. And Thanks to the customer demand, we actually started working on this navigation part of that. Can the navigation be machine learned as well? Yeah. So when you click on leather bags, leather handbags, you should see the leather handbags that are relevant to you, right? 
pretty I mean, simple. that's what I hope for usually when I search. It's not always exactly. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so. but, but most of the retailers have their categories and category pages are almost static, yeah. right? Or manually merchandised mm-hmm. that require a lot of human work. But then, so we, again, here, it, we have to be careful that we actually brought this machine learning based kind of navigation, but then more time we actually invested into developing good merchandising tools on top of it so that customers kind of feel that they are kind of you know in control of how this ai is helping for sure them. so tell me how this extends beyond e-commerce right because you obviously have robust learnings and how can brands integrate this data into their erp systems their pos systems maybe inform merchandising strategies in store um, marketing campaigns, etc. So, it's a it's a very good, <laughs> very good <laughs> question. Well. Um, what we have developed, and and that's the third element that you are talking about, is the analytics and the insights that you can draw from these services. So we have kept our analytics. We do provide analytics to our customers, but they we are an API first company. So we actually allow customers to utilize these APIs and extract all these kind of analytics to whatever system, wherever they want to apply. What I have learned so far is that the best use cases of these are actually in marketing. Because when you know that which location is driving, like one of the features we launched was Live View, for example, Uh that you you can actually see live how heat maps are developing with your search, for example. So you can, using... our API, if you can actually bring more relevance from this analytics data, it can influence your marketing campaign for certain you know, locations and, and geographies and, and merchandising particularly. Yeah. I feel that's where uh, there's a huge scope and, and some of our customers, uh, you know, they have been using um, our merchandising experiences uh, at, at a great, extend you know in, there are some household names like you know uh, puma and and uh, you know yeah. Moin and and those kind of companies also use recently i know that uh, totsme studio like it's a luxury you know fashion wear and 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 one of our long term customers made.com they are only using our search but how by using just the you know pure nlp and then properly kind of you know cultivating the experience for the consumers um, there's a tangible kind of uplift you can see mm-hmm. in the actual customer conversion. Maybe we have seen in general up to like, you know, 52% of, you know, conversion uh, in, in, in the cases, uh, whether it's a search as a product or catnav as a product or other products that we, we, we have launched. So yeah, it, it has a multifaceted impact if you like. For sure. Yeah. So you speak about some great brands you're working with, Puma. I think um, you also have Callaway, Jack Daniels. You mentioned Made.com. Um, any, you know, surprises that you could share um, that have come through either through search analysis or customer insights over the past 12 months? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can give you some kind of, you know, uh, some uh, number-based uh, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, data. And like in, in one case, I think it was the mate, um, that the, the clear impact we started to see was and actually the the exits. So when you actually start, it's a, it's a furniture retailer, right? So 
showing the it's it's hard to actually identify what's relevant in furniture sure I'm going yeah. through that now. I'm building a house and I'm constantly <laughs> searching online and is this going to be the right match and trying to make sure it's like the right materials. And um, it'd be great if I had, you know, like a personalized search engine knowing what I liked. Here are the great pieces that you should pair with. Exactly. It. Exactly. So it, it, it and even then we actually saw that like, you know, 20 percent reduction straight away in, in certain mm. time. Period. I think it was three to six months of the analysis that the 20 percent search exits were automatically kind of reduced without even doing the manual efforts to the engine right. itself. Um, then we, we saw in, in case of, um, I think it was um, the, the example of uh, uh, Puma, like you mentioned, and, and there we saw, you know, actually about 50% increase in their search-led conversions mm. uh, since they started using Clue. And then there was another case, uh, I think it was Monin, um, and there we saw um, like about 21% increase in uh, search-led conversion and about 8% increase in the search-led revenue. Mm -hmm. And we actually saw in that case about 35, 36% increase in actual usage of the search. So consumers, I feel if your search is inviting, if it actually works, the customers would use that more, like in, in, in likes of fashion or furniture, especially right. likes of furniture, you're gonna have more repeat visitors. You know, you, For sure. you go to a store, you look at sofa or sofa bed, you're not gonna just, okay, uh, sofa, and then I just buy. You are, it's likely that you're gonna go back to that store in a day or, or two to kind of revisit kind of what you were looking for. And so we, we kind of saw that when the search is kind of properly delivered, you start to see the consumers who get used to that would kind of come back there and would prefer to use that route as well, more and more. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it blows my mind if I'm ever on a site that doesn't have great search function. And um, you had mentioned Amazon earlier, what I always find interesting you know, about their stores is it's so data-driven, right? The design is, is, is what it is, but what makes the store uh, successful or effective is, you know, it's merchandise based on data, right? And what they know people in this zip code is searching for. And so it's making educated guesses around merchandising strategy because they think that this is how they're going to best serve, you know, that location, that neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so I think there are two, the, the merchandising aspects also touches on personalization, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that it primarily, most retailers, even Amazon, you know, up to some extent has been using persona-based, you know, merchandising or personalization that, you know, based on this visit of the customer, it, this visit actually fits into these sort of persona. And right. then you are kind of, you know, the machine kind of learning kind of drives those results to you. We are going towards user-based, personalization because of right. the relevance being our core mantra we are going more towards the user-based personalization and then have the hybrid of persona and user-based personalization i think that's going to be the, the that's the, the a key future. differentiator for sure because it's going a, a level deeper right because you know i have changing behaviors too so i may sometimes overlap in multiple personas 
right? So having the user level data gets a, a step closer to it being relevant, making sure it's relevant to me, not just people yes. that are like me, depending on kind of what mode I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yes. So um, tell us, how does it work when you're onboarding a brand, right? Like um, how, do, how long does that process take? Um, what sorts of API do you integrate with? What do those sure. steps look like? <laughs> we, are, we are very privileged to have really an awesome team. Uh, you know, and, and we have from, I think day one, we realized that it's not just a technology that can make this work. We have to kind of really end-to-end -end solve the productization piece here. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest barriers, in, if I would say, to the success or scale in this, this kind of, you know, product could be the ecosystem or the e-commerce platform the yeah. store is on. So we invest very heavily into the e-commerce platforms. So, you know, like Magento or Shopify or BigCommerce, or now we are launching Salesforce cartridge as well. So we okay. invest heavily into them. And when I say when I say invest heavily, it's not just a marketing dollar we invest. We actually invest heavily into understanding the technical architecture of the platform. Right. And I think that's the key. To answer your question, so depending on, let's say you are on Shopify or Shopify Plus, uh, as a retailer, you you kind of, you you would have a demo with us or, or kind of have some conversation. We are a very human-friendly company. And so once you kind of integrate that, most of our customers come via system integrators or partner agencies. So that's our kind mm -hmm. of primary channel, if you like. So we are in good hands. They are. They also have a hang of Clue. They know how to integrate Clue, et cetera. And then they kind of install our app. So within, I, I say it this way, that from six hours to six weeks, okay. it, it's a, this is the time frame you could imagine for yeah. getting Clue live. You can go in. We have a cases where they have gone live in just one day. And we have cases where that it has taken about six weeks. So that's a, that's a range that I usually give depending on the platform and so on. So in terms of onboarding, you, if you're on a known platform, then you just integrate the, the app. And then most of the part kind of magic is kind of done by the app itself. Right. And then if you want to customize further, you have tools and services available for that. If you're not on one of these platforms, then we have, because we are API first company, so everything in Clue is available via API. So if you have a right developer resource or technical assets, then you can actually utilize that to literally build the entire experience on your own as well. Like from the mm -hmm. ground up, from sending data to building the search experience, front end, back end, everything you can do literally using API. Or you can kind of you know cherry pick, you can just choose app for the data integration and do the mm -hmm. front end completely via API. So you can literally mix and match as you want, or you can take anything from off the shelf also. So um, that's how kind of typically kind of customers uh, can integrate our uh, technology. So speaking of that, another differentiator from you is, you know, it's you help maintain that the brand keeps a strong ident differentiated identities online and brands can customize the look and the feel and experience of search and discovery. Um, and maintain control of their unique identity. How, tell us a little bit more about that, how you work with brands in that way. Again, if because we what we try to do 
you know, continuously is to ensure that how customers can differentiate and 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 preserve their identity. And and we have learned that if we understand the customer, mm-hmm. customer's customer better. So if you're in a furniture online experience versus you are on a grocery store online experience, or you are on a fashion, fast fashion online experience, there are subtle differences, mm-hmm. but those subtle differences could actually bring amazing impact. So if you if you are selling tools, right? Or I'm, I'm selling grocery, for example, I'm looking for gluten-free mayonnaise. You know, if you show me something else, it's actually a disaster. Right. Yeah. I might leave the site and go somewhere else. Yeah, and, and you could be even in a legal trouble, to be honest. Mm, I see. Uh, uh-huh. But if you're on a fashion store, right, and I'm, I'm searching for nice handbag, here, the, your statistical threshold could go a little bit further and actually show something that might be even off bit from that, you know, handbag collection to mm-hmm. kind of understand if this customer would be interested. Sure. No, absolutely. Uh, if, if the customer is looking for, like, say, power tools, like, say, electric saw, and and looking for electric saw, it's a wider category. But if customer is looking for Makita electric saw, then you need to respect that decision and show more relevant product there. So this is where we kind of really try to help the customers to not only provide the really awesome look and feel visually, but kind of ensure that the experience of that is kind of quite smooth. Mm-hmm. And then kind of collect the behind the scene, of course, the system learns from the customer and then automatically kind of optimize the ranking and then allow them still through our merchant center to augment, manipulate, and influence that that ranking, if you like, uh, for for their shoppers. So what's the future? You know, it's already been a good evolution and you already spoke about, you know, going from customer personas to user you know, personas. And so what's what's the future in personalization in the next five years? For for us, you know, our roadmap, and, and uh, happy to talk about that in, in a more detail <laughs> at that point, but our roadmap is more towards that we, we started solving. There's a lot to solve in this discovery kind of, you know, spectrum. And we started with search. We are now handling navigation recommendations properly. Mm-hmm. Then we are going more into the device and, and the interactions and conversations because linguistics is our kind of passion. So we are more going into the conversational sort of elements. Then you have the visual elements. So sort of what you see, can you actually, so you might've heard about visual search or, or kind of, you know, getting yeah. in like images relevant to the image you submit. That's That's one use case. But where we look at it is that we want to go from image to information. That if I give you a product image, can you actually describe the image? Can software describe the image? Because then we can solve a very big problem yeah. of annotating itself, the whole you know product attributes and so on. And then providing search on top of that would be kind of really awesome. Yeah. So our roadmap is more going towards kind of senses, you know, touch, voice seeing vision Mm. and we are going after now to 
kind of really optimize on on those sort of you know senses based discovery because we feel that those apis would be very useful in the future uh, with the with the different applications different devices but the intent would still be the same that shoppers would like to find something they want mm -hmm. no i love that i love that that um I think there's a lot of possibilities. We're, we're making a lot of progress as an industry where we're still just tip, tipping the tip of the iceberg of what's possible. Um, and also, you know, I know that you guys don't collect um, so the shopper's location data, email address, you're using the IP address. Um, but now you're also adding the layers of, if you could add those layers that you mentioned the next few years of, of sites and, and other sensory kind of responses, I think that could be really powerful. So thank you so much for being with us today. It was great speaking with you. The time flew by. You have so much to share. I know we could go on and on, um, but the time for today is wrapped up. So again, everybody, um, this was Mile Oza, co-founder um, and CEO of Clevu. Thank you so much for spending time with us and talking to us a little bit more about the possibilities and future of personalization. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs>